0: Listening to Double Exposure with Sophia Lemon and Petro, a photography podcast on both the creative aspects and business side of photography. Join the conversation on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. And here's Petro and Sophia.
1: Alright everybody, welcome back. This is episode 52 of the Double Exposure Show with myself Petro and Sophia Lemon. Today we're going to be talking about butts and nuts and you can find the show notes for this episode on double show slash episodes slash 52 and please join us on Facebook and our beautiful community on the double exposure show group. Welcome you are back.
0: talking fast today.
1: Yeah, I'm a fast talker. I'm trying to condense the episodes in length. I listened to episode <laughs> 51 and I'm like, we did not get to the topic for like 20 minutes.
0: If anyone was listening to this on double speed, they probably didn't understand what you just said because it was yeah. super <laughs> fast. It
1: <laughs> sucks to be you. Why would you want to <laughs> listen on double speed? I cannot do it. You know what? Okay. Let me, let me pedal back a little bit. Um, good for you for listening on double speed and covering many of our episodes at once. Uh, but uh, you know what? Slow down. Live your life a little
0: life's too short i have so, listened on double speed before
1: i can't do it i can't even I listen on one and a half speed because it changes I, the pitch of the, the voices makes me laugh the whole time
0: <laughs> i think i've turned it off so i'm not listening to stuff on double speed right now but um i was trying to you know get more episodes in awesome but yeah yeah
1: so no. what's right. up I got myself a really sweet haircut. I now look like Kim Jong-un, the leader of North Korea. Um, I have a really oh, killer no. barber and he does a very sweet fade, but uh, <laughs> I guess my head is shaped like his.
0: <laughs> oh no
1: <laughs> nobody, Nobody's really pointed it out, and when I pointed it out, they're like, "Oh yeah, you do, but nobody said anything else <laughs> so uh, at least I don't have to walk around self- conscious um. You know i for the last couple of months uh, i had a shattered screen actually more than that uh three and a half months now <clears throat> my iphone had a sh- shattered screen and i was outside my uh, apple care plus and uh i couldn't get it replaced either because the outside was just too damaged so my option was to pay $389 plus HSD to replace the entire phone, but I would get the iPhone 6 plus, which is like two and a half years old, Yeah. maybe even three, yeah, three years old, three generations. So I'd refuse to do that. I just walked around with a taped, shattered screen so that the little glass shards wouldn't go in my face if I talked on the phone <laughs> <laughs> or in my fingertips. Um, <clears throat> and I, I swear, people, people people don't have much to say to you, you know? Yeah. Um, For example, I'm not a big fan when people ask me about the weather or comment on the weather. You know, like, (laughs) oh, nice day, eh? Well, are you asking me to confirm it or you're asking for my opinion? Because I may hate heat. (laughs) So not to bring a negative note to today's episode, but I hate weather talk. Um, Just despise it, you know? If you have nothing to say, don't say anything. It's cool. Mm -hmm. I don't mind the awkward silence. I really don't. Um... Additionally, uh, to further expand on my phone situation, people would always look at my phone and say, oh, you need a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> you don't say. What makes I like you, it like this. <laughs> what makes you say that? <laughs> <laughs> or what did you do? <laughs> I sneezed while texting. What do you think I did? It fell on the floor. <laughs> so the obvious <laughs> things were kind of like, you know. But you know you just you just smile and nod and go, haha, I'm clumsy, um yep. yeah, but uh the big event was uh I played a golf tournament this Saturday this past Saturday, and I'm not a golfer, I have not attempted to play golf in seven years, and before that it was probably ten and <laughs> um. I did amazing. I actually had a lot of fun. I went out with my brother-in-law and uh, one of my good friends um, and the members of uh, Dad Club London who were raising money for the AED uh, campaign for the London high schools. And what it is, is they're trying to put uh, defibrillators into every high school in London and They surpassed the goal the goal, and uh, they're actually putting aEDs into grade schools now, too, like the public schools. Um, it's It's fantastic. It was a great cause. I actually had a ton of fun. And middle of September, well, september twenty third, mind you, um, thirty five degree heat. like it was ridiculous. I actually uh, saved, uh, people took a couple of videos. There's a video of me dunking my head into a cooler full of water and ice. <laughs> like, you know, the ice bucket challenge on purpose <laughs> in reverse. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I get sort of a headache really fast, by the way. So, future uh, uh, tip for for the future, you know, maybe bring a little cooler full of ice water and ice. Um, if you're shooting a wedding and you're overheating, just put your head in there. <laughs> 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 It's, uh, it's, it's only half joke because it really did work. But, um, on the, uh, on the other hand, I actually had a lot of fun, Sophia. Uh, what? I'm, I may, fun. I may try golfing again. I may go <laughs> golfing on purpose.
0: <clears throat> I know a lot of a lot. Excuse me.
1: Yeah. See, yeah, I, I'm going to do that too. Um, <clears throat> uh, I know a lot of people give, uh, give, don't give it the credit it deserves, but it's, it's, it's a game of skill and, um, it took us five and a half hours to play 18 holes. And I got to tell you, like that that's a long time to hang out with a couple of people and not get sick of them. Yeah. So, sure. but anyways, um, again, houses galore and babies galore uh, and families galore. Like we're, we're just, we're shooting a lot of stuff for not wanting to work with the baby. <laughs> me, me is awesome. So, yeah. but uh, I feel like I'm hogging the microphone. So I'll actually turn it over to you and say, what's up?
0: That's pretty normal, really. Yeah.
1: Me hogging the microphone?
0: Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. I've had weddings and family shoots and moving into the new studio, Congrats, which is probably the, the big thing. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Have you it's seen it? Well, I'm, I'm looking at
1: photos, but I, I really think you should invest into a wide-angle lens. <laughs>
0: um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm sure when it's done when we're officially moved in all the furniture is in there then i'll do a video showing it off but i haven't really shared this yet but i had um uh, one of the guys i know in town (laughs) he invited me to his facebook page so i took a look it's like a um he does a lot of writing and he and this group of guys they're just doing writing on like local events concerts and stuff Roger. so i went and looked at that and i go to the about page and i see that he has a selfie as his like headshot <laughs> and i was like oh no 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 <laughs> so i sent him a message just saying <clears throat> you need a better headshot i have this new studio why don't you come in and i'm gonna take a better headshot of you because y- you need a good one and he was like, okay, that seems like a good idea. So he came in, seemed to think that he would be like super difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and did got a whole bunch of new shots and gave him his headshot. And so he wrote a little article on the new studio on his nice. website. So I'll be sharing that at some point. Yeah, definitely. Um, should
1: share. So did, were there any photos being shared on this website? Of so the there studio? Were,
0: yeah, there's... A couple photos probably stuff you've already seen and then a couple photos of me which were shot on an iphone <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, good, good,
0: good um and
1: reinforces our last week's episode exactly <laughs>
0: um it was funny because um we shot them on my iphone and i asked one of the girls i'm like okay i need a couple photos of me in the studio can you take them i, I let's just do them on my iphone Okay, so we did that, and then I posted a couple of them to Facebook, and a couple of the girls were like, you already had photos done in the studio? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, on my iPhone. And
1: mm-hmm. they're
0: like, oh, I thought that was a real camera.
1: <laughs> you silly people, it is a real camera. Yeah, <laughs> with <True>. the times.
0: <laughs> um, true. Um, so yeah, just the studio and doing some more video stuff for my business just a little bit of video marketing and nice. good um,
1: I, I, I saw a clip um of you driving while video recording
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have a mount in my car so i have a phone mount in my car so uh okay. it was safe it was safe we do we do that once
1: a <laughs> on. mom too it's all good
0: yeah um um and also katie was in the car with me so any of the like moving vehicle shots that was katie <laughs>
1: <laughs> i i like um, the frame how most of it you're you're still hogging the frame and then katie's well, sort of like poking out of the, the side
0: <laughs> yeah that's where the that's where the mount points so it's like i can't and also i'm driving totally katie is portable she can move
1: there you go yeah. right
0: what else what else what else Um, else? trying to do more on instagram which is hard takes a lot of time and then still working on updates to the picture perfect guide and my mailing list and stuff like that but
1: would it make it easier to post on instagram if you could do it from your computer
0: yeah yeah it would so So, but i got planoly i think you told me about it actually Mm -hmm. and you can put all of your photos into planoly um using your computer, and then write everything in there, schedule them, um, and then it just pops up a notification on your phone and says you have a new post to make. So you just tap on it and hit post now, and then it populates everything. So mm-hmm. that does make it a heck of a lot easier, let me tell you. Nice. Yeah. Um, that's about it. My office is full of, like, prints. So I moved out of the old studio, so I have all of my canvases from there, and I'm not putting all of them in the new studio. And then I have that last canvas order from you.
1: <laughs> yep. Have that you delivered was... any of it?
0: No, I'm delivering them Thursday. Okay. Yeah. All right. Why? What? What am I getting the the last two?
1: <laughs> well, okay. I guess let's try to get it for Thursday.
0: Seriously. Uh, can well, that be done? We'll,
1: we'll try. <laughs> um, I'll see if I can send them out tomorrow. Can it that be done? Be yes. Will it be done? It's difficult to say. Um, <laughs> well, there's too many those people ones, involved.
0: Yeah, because those ones need to be um, put on frames.
1: Yes. Yeah. And um, typically, yeah. I mean, we we get our supplies from a third party now, so... Um, provided they're available and the supplies are there, it, it's, it's usually no problem, but I requested that mm-hmm. they order a lot of supplies for me and yeah. they're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> so well, that's
0: kind of what slows it down when you have to send it to someone else yeah. to be stretched. And then do they ship out from, um,
1: from their, from their from place them or from, you? um, it depends. So I'll, I'll, I'll get the package ready for them. Uh, and I'll print the label and I'll put it on the package. Yeah. And, uh, they, they'll, they can just put it in the box and ship it out. If, so, yes. if it's a big canvas, uh, and they have to package it for me, like where I don't supply the package, they actually have to get a box, wrap mm-hmm. it, put in the box, they charge me $30 for that. Huh. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, I have to, you know, so I do most of my own, uh, packaging and logistics, unless it doesn't make sense to do that because so, so yeah, uh, I mean, we still do everything in house, except I have uh, a custom framing, uh, wholesaler, if you will, uh, doing the frame building and the stapling of the canvas to the frame. Um, so still all the total, total creative control is still in house. Uh, Mm. but, uh, spending a lot of time. Uh, stretching canvases yeah. and in, you know in my studio and you know now that uh, I have the printers at the, at home in my home office you know I my alternative is to do it on my dining room table but that's why I found um, and okay so to tell you the truth they're better they're not just better than good enough they're better than me um, they have an <laughs> they actual machine <laughs> yeah they have an actual machine that uh, lines it up and allows them to stretch it and Staple the remaining canvas to the back. Um so there isn't even hand stretching where I was doing everything by hand.
0: Yeah, uh, I can't even I can't believe like how sturdy the itty bitty little canvases are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what well, the little itty bitty canvases are five by seven inches for those who are listening and curious how big are they? Uh so Sophia is the only person who's ever ordered five by seven inch canvases, but they're pretty cool. <laughs> um <laughs> because well, of the I, labor. I don't-
0: yeah, I don't know why people haven't thought about doing this. They're teeny tiny. You don't put them in a frame and you can put them on the wall or you can put them on a shelf.
1: The smallest one I've ever made was eight by eight or yeah. six by six. I think it's eight by eight. Uh, yeah, eight by eight. That's still pretty small. Yeah, yeah, but not five by seven. Like you've killed both dimensions here. <laughs> so, um, and the, when we did eight by eights, so we would do it as a, a, a six pack or a nine pack.
0: So okay. We, you
1: know what I mean? So, it, Somebody ordered one image on nine eight-by-eight-inch frames, and um, his brother-in-law ordered the same image for his living room on 16-by-16-inch frames, and even though they could have ordered it on one frame and saved a lot more money, Mm -hmm. they just liked the look of multiple frames splitting up an image, so that's the only time... I, I ever really went smaller than like 20 by 20 inches. Um, almost 90% of my customers get the smallest canvas they get is 16 by 24. Uh, Um, because there's really nothing smaller than a canvas. Like, like when, once you, you know, when you do a print and there's, um, matte and frame on it, Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's a five by seven, it looks decent. Uh but when you do like an eight by ten canvas and you look at it, you're like, this thing is so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the way you the way you position the product, the way you sell it, it's actually very, very cool because uh you're selling a multiple amount so and it's from a from a single photo shoot. So people can mix and match and have an entire wall of small canvases and I mean exactly. it it's it, my stuffs yeah, that's archival what, too, so it's gonna last yeah. a long time. It's not, you know, we did we did some testing from other parties, and uh, I've ordered a, a cannabis from Zeno, uh, and it's it's so cheap. Like they're some of them are half my price. Like some of them are below my cost, but <laughs> you get what you pay for. you know, it's terrible. (laughs) And I think there's professionals out there who are using their services for canvases. Now, I'll admit their albums are better than good enough. Um, uh, Their quality control is poor. I've received, uh, well, No, I'm not going to say poor um, because it is made in, I believe it's assembled in China. Uh, So there's a lot of factors. I mean, there's the logistics, like shipping, and then there's also... Um, weather conditions, uh, could be humid in the factory, not humid in your home. So, you know, you have to, you have to account for this and adjust for this. So I'm not going to say their quality control is poor. I'm going to say instead that there are a lot of factors you need to consider and you can't be mad at them, right? Every time that there was an issue and in the last five years, I've only had one issue. Uh, just other clients, uh, that I recommended to, to Xeno, they've always expressed like, yeah, came in like this, came in like that. Anyways, um. Yeah, they they were super cool about fixing it. So I'm not gonna lie, that's pretty awesome. Um, One more note about my phone. The reason, one of the biggest reason I got it is because of the camera. So I got the iPhone 8 Plus. And people already asked me, why didn't you get the iPhone 10? <laughs> it's like, well, cause I can't stand you asking me when I'm going to get a new phone and the iPhone 10 is not out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, really, uh, physically, uh, the iPhone eight plus is still bigger and I need a bigger phone. Like I, I prefer holding a bigger phone in my hand. So, but moving everyone on.
0: Everyone makes, everyone makes fun of me for my phone.
1: <clears throat> They're just jealous. My one friend That's calls it an it
0: iPad. They're like, can I see your iPad? I'm like, <sighs>
1: But let me guess. Hey, okay, I can do so much person, on it. And
0: when I pick up the little one now, I'm like, oh my God, it's so tiny. <laughs> it feels used, like a toy. Uh, yeah, I
1: use the iPhone 5 that CVCake still uses the iPhone 5. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's a hardcore, I don't like change kind of person. So right. um, we were, I was holding it in my hand yesterday and I'm just going like, I'm typing somebody's name in it. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> cute <laughs> but uh, oh, that was life that was life so yep um progress and and the people who make fun of it i, I guarantee you they have androids
0: and uh, i hate to say no. it but the androids have been giant for much longer than the iphone has so right.
1: <laughs> oh it's too funny it, and it okay. what, what really makes me laugh is that nobody i know who has an iphone ever ever says anything to anybody with an android Never, I know, right? But everybody with an Android <laughs> always has to comment to you about the iPhone, and one of the biggest comments they make is uh, that Android. The, the one of the biggest arguments for Android is that it's customizable. And then I ask them, "Well, what do you customize on it?" And they're like, mm, "I don't know. I never tie it."
0: <laughs> Nothing.
1: <laughs> i've never tried it i mean i don't know <laughs> or they'll yep. go into this like technical jargon and i'm like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i don't i don't really know what you're talking about but cool.
0: anytime that i have tried to use an android phone it's like using a windows computer where i'm like i don't understand why does that button do that how do i do right? this and then someone shows you I'm like that was not intuitive at all that's right like it doesn't make any sense the iphone Kind of, for the most part, makes sense. Sometimes they move stuff in the settings, and that bugs me. But um, it still you learn makes about sense. It. Like,
1: still into well, it. Well, with
0: the upgrade, with the upgrade from like um, iOS 10 to iOS 11, right? They moved the passwords. So your passwords were originally under Safari, mm-hmm. and under passwords now it's just under like Keys and Passwords or something. Like it's a full setting in the. In the phone. So like, I was a little bit angry for five minutes when I couldn't find my passwords, but then I found it and it makes sense. But yeah, Android just, I'm mm. sorry, doesn't make any sense to me. I can't figure out how to use it. I wouldn't be able to make a phone call. It would drive me nuts. And also yeah. the fact that I can make a phone call from my computer I using know. my phone is cool. I agree. <laughs> anyway, now that we're 20 minutes in and people are probably complaining about how <laughs> long we just talk back and forth at the beginning of the episode yeah oh no um so this week we're talking about butts and nuts (laughs) (laughs) and i'll so i'll tell you the story that inspired this so i was photographing a wedding with katie on the weekend and she said you know what we should talk about you should talk about um like people being inappropriate like clients being inappropriate and so, what happened to Katie was we were shooting a wedding last year, and I believe she was fixing the bride's veil. And one of the groomsmen who was drunk grabbed her butt. And Katie didn't like it, and I didn't know that it happened. So, we just kind of moved on with the rest of the night. And then she told me later, I was like, You should have said something to me because that is not appropriate. And I would have told him to not do that. Mm-hmm. <sighs>
1: Tell me more say that again tell me more was there was there any did was there any follow up to this?
0: no, there wasn't any follow up, but had she told me, <clears throat> there would have been like a timeout, and like you don't you don't touch the photographer <laughs> um mm-hmm. and that is sexual harassment, so um. <sighs> I haven't had anyone be that appropriate with me. I have for sure had guys get in my space and like right in my face and (laughs) you know that they're liquored up because you can smell it on their breath, Um, but they just get way too close and like they flirt and, you know, like, oh, do you need an assistant? Like I could be your assistant. um i had one guy follow me around at a wedding like a sad puppy Mm -hmm. (laughs) was he by chance Um, a sad puppy no (laughs) he was a human (laughs) Um, but i haven't actually had someone like grab me at a wedding Mm -hmm. Um, or in like working anything but yeah Okay, what immediately are thoughts, what Pedro? comes to
1: mind is is, is questions right like uh, like how did it happen you know why did it happen
0: um well i can tell you how and why he was drunk
1: he was drunk yeah <laughs> i mean he kind yeah. of covered it you
0: know? <clears throat> um, like that family that family was quite drunk at that wedding
1: <clears throat> and I told you it'd be at the beginning, I I would play a little bit of devil's advocate on this because I wanted to, uh, just raise some, some questions, you know, um, and maybe just ethical points and, uh, points of comfort. But, um, my question is this, is it okay to grab a stranger, like for a drunk groomsman to grab a woman or touch a woman photographer anywhere on her body? Would it be okay if he grabbed her shoulder?
0: Like, no. (laughs) Um, Would it be okay
1: if he tapped her on the shoulder?
0: Yeah, probably. um,
1: Um,
0: It's not necessarily about what is and isn't okay. It's to the photographer's discretion. But, like grabbing her butt that is sexual harassment that is never okay Mm -hmm. and it would be extremely unfortunate if a female photographer or any photographer got into the position of being in a group of guys at a wedding a group of drunk guys and you kind of know how that story goes right
1: yeah of course the the that's the story they write about in the newspaper yeah um And so when I, when I said playing devil's advocate, I wasn't trying to say that I would take the, the side of the, um, grabber, but rather, um, I just wanted to make people think about your responsibilities, your duties, and also the psychological effect and the overall effect it might have on your ability to perform your job. So, um. Part of me says, you know, you are a professional, you have a reputation to uphold, you have a job to do. So, the man was drunk, so kind of, if he comes and grabs your butt, tell him, you know, put, pull him aside and say, look, I have a job to do, you're being inappropriate, you are uh, complete, you know, fill it in with whatever you want, because at yeah. that point, you can say whatever you want. <clears throat> so and that- uh, Continue. You you make well, you make <laughs> that
0: would probably be the last thing that I would do. <clears throat> so I'd probably make fun of him first, <laughs> like something like you don't know me well enough <clears throat> to be doing that, or like buy me dinner first, or like something like that. Like right, make fun of him a little bit, and then he might kind of get. Usually, I would suspect that most guys in that situation would kind of get it at that point.
1: I would be afraid that you'd be enabling him to, to be, you know, to welcome any further advances when you, when you do that. To buy though. me dinner? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, buy lucky for me, or...
0: there wouldn't be an opportunity for him to buy me dinner right. in that situation. So, <laughs>
1: um, so, I mean, now as a, as a father of a, of a daughter, now, mm-hmm. now as a father and having a daughter, you know, I think this is going to be a situation that she's going to find herself in all the time. And I have to be. I have to take on two roles. One, I have to think from the perspective of the guys what they're doing and why they're doing it. And <clears throat> it's never okay to do this. First of all, let me let me just get it out 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 there. Um, it is never okay to touch anybody you don't you don't know who's expressed their consent for you to yes. touch them in a way you're going to touch them.
0: Yep,
1: it is and okay. And I don't want to, to hear anything from on anyone.
0: Yeah, I don't want to hear anything from anyone about oh, well, consent is like implied. No,
1: there's no such thing as implied consent. No, right? Um,
0: Unless you're like married and like your partner is making eyes at you. Um, it's yes, not implied, fine.
1: And, and that's not what the episode's <laughs> about, right? No, it's, we're not. We're not going to dissect the
0: marriage. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but um, you know, it, it, it's okay to touch other people when you greet them and you shake their hand.
0: Um, yeah, you know, sure. it's
1: it's okay to high five somebody because they did a great job. It's okay to tap somebody on the shoulder to get their attention. Um, it is not okay to come up to a female photographer who's photographing, put your hand on the small of her back, and say, "Hey, how are you doing today? Can oh, I get you a drink?" God. How many yeah, times does so that, that happen?
0: That happens. Yeah, a that lot. happens
1: a lot. Yeah,
0: and, and yeah, I would even break it down further and say, like, do you know how many people call me honey at a wedding or sweetie?
1: yeah it's really that's, condescending. but, but <laughs> I do have to admit i I see that a lot in small towns. that's yeah. that's kind of a term of endearment. That's almost like mm. another way of saying, Hey, it's I think only, you're cool.
0: <laughs> it's only a term of endearment if that's how you're taking it, yeah. I live in a small town, and if some like sixty year old dude that I don't know is calling me honey, I'm thinking, oh, really, Pervert. man? Like <laughs> How about you call me by my name or don't try to address me at all. You can just speak to me. It's fine.
1: Right. If I know an individual and, or if I'm trying to take the bride uh, away from a group of people, when I come up to her, I may put my hand on her back and say, uh, Sylvia, we're, we're going to have to leave now. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, but, but we. I do that.
0: I put my hand on the bride's back for sure. Yeah. And the groom's back
1: that's an exact exactly that's totally cool i'm not gonna go up and grab her butt (laughs) yeah oh by the Um, way
0: and when we say back like i'm putting my hand like between their shoulder blades
1: yes 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 absolutely not not just inches above a butt crack (laughs) um so i'm not talking about the small of her back um, <laughs> I feel like we talking... should make like
0: a diagram and put it in the face. Of uh, totally appropriate so actually, places on a, to touch. <laughs>
1: on a side note, have you seen a poster? It's um, um, it's a it's a cat, and it's uh, it's kind of a, it, it's copying a poster of a cow that's all dissected, so to speak, like um, oh, a, a diagram, and right, it right. says yeah. like shoulder this this whatever, right? So it's a cat, and it's like where it's okay to pet to pet the cat. And every single area is labeled, fuck, no. <laughs> except, <laughs> except right right above the tail, it's labeled, like, yes in capital letters. <laughs> so That's the diagram I'm thinking about uh, doing for, for the show. That'd that's be, funny, because
0: if you pet Lego there, he'll, like, bite you, because he gets, like...
1: Yeah. Um,
0: he gets too excited. and <laughs> Right.
1: <laughs> but but see, he's into that. He's, see, he's into biting. So you can't blame him. <laughs> <it. That's,
0: laughs>
1: yes. you, you're asking for it at that point.
0: Oh my God. This episode yeah. has derailed a little bit. <laughs> so back,
1: back on track. Um, <clears throat> so, um, you know, the, it's really simple. What we should say is treat others like you like, like you want to be treated. But it's not true because unfortunately for a lot of uh, them in the male psyche, there's a lot of fantasy going on in there. And a lot of guys would like to be treated like that, especially, you know, if they don't have a female companion or a male companion or whatever they're looking for. Um, And the truth of the matter is that if if a stranger girl came up and grabbed his butt, that he would probably welcome it and he'd welcome it as a challenge. And he'd welcome it as an invitation to reciprocate because not everybody considers, um, you know, proper etiquette um, and, you know, the legal take on sexual harassment uh, as a standard. Some people just their brain doesn't operate in that in that realm. And so that's why they think it's okay to come up to you while you're photographing and put their hand on the small of your back, just inches away from your butt and say, "Um, hey, honey, do you want to, can I get you a drink? Yeah. And I've, uh, I've seen people trying to do that to my wife.
0: (laughs) Okay. So um, I feel like we're going to have to have a part two of this episode and it's going to be about how to flirt at weddings (laughs) because that's
1: that that should be a video episode
0: (laughs) (laughs) like that's someone
1: hold on to me i think that's a completely new podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) true but that's that's someone who's trying to flirt with you basically Mm -hmm. um which is fine um it just might be okay
1: but yeah it might be unwelcome
0: yeah. At the so, end of the day
1: don't touch people and don't touch my wife. I will I will end you at the <laughs> wedding and I will rip the contract up on your dead body and I will light it on fire.
0: See, uh, I'm surprised that that's what you would do cuz I would expect you to be like, yeah, she's hot. Like eh. and
1: like, that that is the truth. <laughs> that is what I would do, but don't touch her. <laughs> um, um Hannah tells me all the time that uh because I sent her to photograph the guys quite often. Um, yeah. And I know. And this is what I was going
0: to okay. talk about.
1: Yeah. And I know <laughs> well, everything's uh... going to be okay. And, I, and she comes back and she's like, yeah, they're idiots. They're hitting on me. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I know nothing happened. And I know she would tell me if something happened. And if something did happen, I would, I'd go up and say like, yeah, man, look, you're absolutely right, Sophia. I'd say, you know, like, this is what happened. She's really hot. I felt the same way. And we got married. She's off limits now. If you value your life at all, you will not continue doing that, and that's that, that's what that's how it would end. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just me reciprocating further, or rather, saying further that it is not okay to touch people. And yeah. what I, what I really want to talk about before we move on, Sophia, is actually at what point uh-huh. do you just say nothing because the bride and the groom are there and it's the bride and groom's brother or a really close friend who's in the wedding party. And that's, that's why he's in the wedding party. And you're, you're a professional who's trying to do a good job and who relies a lot on genuine emotion to have beautiful photos. At what point do you interrupt that and say, all right, guys, John over there, just grab my ass. I can't continue. I need a moment. We need to talk to him, set some rules, set some boundaries uh i'm not shooting in an, another frame until we we do this like at what point do you do that should you like do
0: that? It, it would have to go pretty far for me to do that but like i said i'd probably at first try to make fun of him a little bit and maybe embarrass mm-hmm. him so but i this is, personally this is playing
1: devil's advocate because this is where i'm saying why is there levels to this? Why is it okay to do something? Well, it's
0: about how uncomfortable you are, right? So if you're extremely uncomfortable, then go to the couple and say, "Yeah, I need a timeout, mm-hmm. and we need to deal with this." Um, but
1: because leading um, up to that,
0: I'd probably be like, "No touching." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in front of everyone, name? maybe maybe embarrass him a little bit so he kind of gets the idea. Mm-hmm. Katie. Katie. So she um, didn't say anything, and. Right. I think she just sort of, like, jumped out of the way. Um, uh, She might have said something to him. Right. Um, But even just a simple don't do that, like, quietly, in most cases, will probably work unless the guy is a colossal dink. Mm -hmm. And I would hazard a guess that most reasonable people, if the guy was a colossal dink, that the couple would be like... Yeah, we know. We're sorry. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, there shouldn't be levels. But like you said at the beginning, you have to be able to conduct yourself as a professional. Mm-hmm. So you can't just have someone touch your shoulder and then lose your mind. Or you can't, like, break down in tears because someone touched your back. Absolutely. Um, you have to be able to make a joke about it. Make fun of them. Tell them very clearly, but calmly. Don't do that. Um, and if it's gone too far, you need to be able to be like, listen, this happened. I'd like you, the couple, to deal with this situation. I can't work with this guy anymore or mm-hmm. whatever.
1: Um, and so the ironic part in this is that I'm a very touchy person, Um
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not going Hi. to come up to a stranger and grab their butt, but I'm a hugger. I'm a, I'm a toucher. I'm I'm just very involved with people. Um, and again, I don't touch people inappropriately, or you know, and and I'll, I do try to read the body language. But I will guarantee you that at some point, uh, when I'm photographing a group of people at a wedding, if I if I just kind of grab somebody to move them a little bit they're probably feeling uncomfortable. There's got to be people like that. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I had a boudoir session yesterday, and Mm -hmm. I leave the studio, and I say, just holler when you're ready for me. So she yells. I come back in. She's holding the back of her um, top, and she's like, can you help me do this up? I'm like, yes. So I had to help her do it up, all up and down her back, and then um, close to her butt. So that sort of broke the ice for she and I. At that point, I think she was okay with me, like, adjusting articles of clothing and fixing her hair and stuff. Mm -hmm. But every time I approach, as I am approaching them in a boudoir session, when I am fully clothed and this person is, like, at least partially naked to fully naked, I'm saying I'm going to do this. I tell them exactly what I'm going to do. So I'm going to fix your hair, or I'm going to move your hair, or I'm just going to fix your top, or I'm going to fix the tag on your top or whatever. So they know, before I touch them, (laughs) what I'm doing. Um, And I do the same thing at weddings. So if I'm gonna touch anyone, as I am walking over to them, I'm telling them what I'm gonna do. Um, With the guys, I'm a little bit different. If I have to move a guy, I generally try to avoid touching guys, but if they really don't get it and I need to move them, I make it a little bit more rough and like, funny. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, mm-hmm. like grab them by the shoulders and move them and shake them a little bit.
1: I've grabbed a guy's belt once and, and pu- pulled him forward. By his
0: belt <laughs> I don't think I would just do that. Nodding.
1: Yeah, it was a great
0: Obviously, you so, have rapports, like different rapports with different yeah, absolutely. wedding parties, right? I didn't um, know this you, person. You, but, you need to understand just, what that rapport is. Yeah. Like, yeah, for example. Yeah, a few weeks ago, I had a wedding where I, the guys were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the bride, I think, would have been unhappy if I had that sort of joking um, rapport with the guys. So I wouldn't be, like, grabbing the guys by their belt and moving them around. Um, I kind of let the bride set the tone for, for that kind of behavior. So I wouldn't be joking around with the guys so much at that wedding. As funny as they were, all of the joking was just verbal and stuff like, oh, pay attention, focus, (laughs) look Mm -hmm. at the camera, (laughs) stuff like that. Um, But yeah, you, I don't know. I'm concerned, honestly, with, we've talked about anxiety and stuff. I am concerned about the number of people who are listening to this who might struggle with anxiety, who might feel... Absolutely awful after a wedding, if
1: well that's exactly what I'm trying to say f- is is yeah, if, if yeah. they
0: feel like they did something wrong or if if a guy touched them inappropriately and they feel like completely crushed, um, you kind of need to develop some methods for dealing with it. You can't let drunk guys get to you. You just mm-hmm. have to be able to speak up and be like, Don't touch. No touching the photographer. This is a no touching zone. One of my friends says, that's my (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) no-nos. Don't touch my (laughs) no-nos, which I think is hilarious for Mm -hmm. a 30-something-year-old man to say. But yeah, (laughs) come up with your own way of telling people, no, no, don't do that.
1: But I'm going to, to invent, polite. invent like you know how we have electric fences. I'm going to invent electrified underwear, like with a built-in um, uh, taser, so so that my daughter can wear it when she goes to college or mm-hmm. university or whatever.
0: So if,
1: if a dude grabs her butt, we'll teach them.
0: That honestly would be funny. I would love to see that on Dragon's Den. Yeah.
1: The, yeah, um. yeah. <laughs> Patent it. <laughs> done um <laughs> yeah i know it's funny you say that but uh that yeah i'm not gonna not gonna not gonna elaborate on that um but um yeah
0: oh another thing um so if any of the people listening if you're in a relationship and you're with a guy who doesn't like people touching you <clears throat> petro what do you do do you tell that person um that someone at this wedding touched you, or yeah, absolutely. And you, what if you have
1: to? T- you have to be open. Oh, just no, do, no, do... no.
0: That yes, that makes sense. However, I am concerned about is your partner going to go contact the couple?
1: Like the that would the bride be and not
0: cool. Yeah.
1: So in my so case, if, I if work. I was
0: in a relationship and my partner went over my head and went to the couple, I'd be like that that would be a serious problem for me. Right. I'd probably be like, yeah, so we're not dating anymore. Um,
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah. And and that's what I mean. You have certain legal obligations. If you're signing contracts, Uh, moral obligations of not being a complete asshole at a bride and groom wedding. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So no, if, if somebody touched my wife at a wedding and she came and told me, um, I would deal with it. It depends. Like if, if a drunk guy grabbed her, butt, I'm, I'm not losing sleep over that. Trust me. (laughs) If somebody was told you can't do this and they did it again, um, they, they may be absent from the rest of the wedding. I'll tell you that much right now. Mm. Um, you know, because now you're crossing a different boundary. But at no point would the bride and groom know this. And if the bride and groom's like, where's my little brother? Uh, <laughs> we'd just be like, I don't know. He took an Uber to, to the city. Like, <laughs> um, Might have been in the trunk, hogtied, but he's gone. Um, no, it, reality is that the devil's advocate part I wanted to play was just kind of say that you still do have a an obligation. Like, shit does happen, uh, but don't let your... You know, and and it's, I'm going to sound like such a dick for saying this. Don't let your day ruined, ruined somebody's day. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, um, this is going to happen. This is a warning. It's not a warning of like, okay, if you guys are thinking of doing weddings and you're a female and you have a butt, <laughs> your butt's going to get grabbed at every wedding. This may never happen to you. Uh, especially yeah. if your clientele is, um it really depends uh because i was going to say like when we started to photograph kind of like a more upscale higher end weddings mm-hmm. uh, I, I i really do want to tell you that the clientele kind of improved um yeah. like the groomsmen were different like it's it's so weird <clears throat>
0: um,
1: but but yeah. different demographics In case, you know this
0: was a yeah this was a reasonably high class wedding but yeah, they it, were Yeah it has
1: happened exactly because uh, so the wedding I'm thinking about, um, where, where Hannah was, uh, kind of harassed by, by the groomsmen where I, I do have to admit, I didn't feel that she was safe with, uh, with them alone. Like when I thought about that, um, I thought, okay, you know, cause they were pretty drunk. Uh, but I, I didn't meet them beforehand. Like I literally just sent her to the groom's house where he was with, uh, four other guys and the groom wasn't drunk. So he was able to kind of stop any further advancement, you know, any ass grabbing or, Mm -hmm. you know, but um, um, she's, she, I don't think it happened to her. I think it happened to somebody else. I want to say it happened to one of her classmates that used to work with us. So I'm not going to mention any names, uh, but uh, one of the groomsmen actually like went up to uh, her her side and kind of straddled her side and, you know, sort of like air humped it. Yeah. uh, Like with, with almost like they're on the dance floor and he's trying to grind her and his nuts were all over her leg. And um, she was not happy about that. So (laughs) what she did was she just said. Ew! get off me. (laughs) And He was so offended by that, that he just stopped. (laughs) Um, yeah, but, uh, that is, that isn't cool at all. Not at all. And so what I remember commenting to, to her, I said, you should have just grabbed his nuts. I should have just grabbed them and, you know, squeezed them and just, um, made him feel it, made him feel pain. (laughs) Um, yeah. which again is not appropriate, so don't <clears throat> do that either, Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I have to put myself into a situation where, um, like in mind, let's see how long have we been doing this. Uh, first wedding I photographed was in 1999. So we're on 18 years. Um, in my 18 years since I
0: in grade five or six, nice you're just a baby yeah. some, some of the
1: listeners are probably like 1999 I was a year old Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn um I'm old uh but uh in in the eight in the last 18 years that I've been going to weddings with a camera uh I've only ever had something happen like that to me once and it was um it was a it was a total cougar moment um <laughs> it was the <laughs> the the groom's aunt um who didn't physically touch me right away, but as, but she did kind of a similar kind of like jiggy dance behind me while the bride and groom were (laughs) being photographed by me and they burst out laughing. Um, As I look behind, she just stops and looks away like, "Mm -hmm -hmm, I'm not doing anything. Mm -hmm. So then I look back, kind of frustrated because I'm thinking like, you're ruining my moment. But at this point, I'm not very well, I'm not too experienced. So Mm -hmm. I'm actually getting frustrated when the bride and groom are laughing. Meanwhile, I should have been taking photos. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I turned around, she did smack my butt, just like a big smack. And I got embarrassed I kind of walked the other side to a different, sort of a different angle. And I was like, okay, guys, look at me here now. (laughs) Uh, I didn't handle it the the most professional way. Uh, I have to admit, I wasn't offended. Um, I didn't feel pain. I didn't feel shame. I didn't feel like a line was crossed because I thought it was... I thought it was funny and I thought the person was just trying to have a good time, kind of celebrate. But reality is that it, it, it isn't even okay for me to, to have, you know, it doesn't matter if a woman slaps a guy or a guy slaps a woman or, or in your case grabs a butt, um, it's, it's just not okay. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing that. That shouldn't be done to you. But as a photographer, um, you know, I wasn't going to pack my stuff up and go sit in my car and mm-hmm. be like, I want an apology. I'm not doing anything until I get an apology. <clears throat> or you're paying yeah. me more money for this. You know, so um, you, do have, you do have a contractual obligation to to do the job, and it's unfortunate. But you, what, what are some of the ways that people can follow up with this? I mean, do you take it further? Do you go to the authorities and say, I was sexually harassed at a wedding while I was working?
0: Um... I wouldn't. <clears throat> I find that, like, sexual harassment is normally as a workplace thing dealt with internally, Don't doesn't necessarily go to the police, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I have heard of photographers leaving weddings. If the same thing happens over and over and over again, you sort of reach your breaking point. And I have in my contract um, a clause which says, due to the willingness of subjects, I may not be able to get all of the photos that you request so for me that would mean that if someone is harassing me over and over and over again and making it impossible for me to do my job that yeah i will leave and i've heard of photographers doing that never in a situation where someone has been her like sexually harassing them mm-hmm. <clears throat> um but maybe that's something that you add to your contract so you should have a clause which says Due to the willingness of subjects, and maybe you add something about um, sexual harassment. I don't know. Yeah, I would not be an expert on this, but um, I think that you need to have an idea of what you would do first. Perhaps so,
1: elaborate on that clause and uh, say that <clears throat> if if you're if, if you're being prevented from doing your job, uh, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm not a, I'm not wording this in the most you know legal contract kind of way, but. If uh, if somebody's preventing you from doing your job, whether it's uh, another guest or act of God or sexual harassment or whatever, so just mm-hmm. kind of uh, further develop on that in your contract. But it's a great, great idea. Put that in your contract to cover your ass. Ha, huh. you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Pun intended. Um, <laughs> um, and, uh,
0: but I, I think that you need to have some idea of what you'll do before you get to that point. So is it first you make a joke second you tell that person to stop third you talk to the couple um by the way if you are a second shooter you talk to the like business owner first so in katie's case i would have wanted her to talk to me i would talk to the couple Mm -hmm. um and you should feel totally comfortable talking to the primary shooter in that case Don't just go to the couple on your own. You need to inform the person that you're there working for first. Um, If you are the primary shooter working for someone else, then I think you can feel comfortable going to the couple at that point. And if the couple either refuses to deal with it and it persists, or they deal with it and it persists, then at that point I think it would be appropriate to say, I can't work with this person. Um, Either they are no longer in photos or I am leaving. <laughs> um, My
1: advice is get your ass out of there. <laughs>
0: yeah. Pun intended. That is another option.
1: <laughs> I'm not kidding. If anyway. the bride and groom are not willing to cooperate, and if, oh, if, for sure, if the bride and groom
0: know, are not cooperating, then yeah.
1: If, if basically, if it's not stopping, if it's continuing, you know, um, contractual obligation aside, uh, get yourself out of, out of there. Yeah, um, you can't just,
0: say it become an unsafe environment Correct. for me so
1: yeah and and the, the beauty part is you can you can literally point a finger and say talk to that person you know yeah and um at the end of the day you're you shouldn't be in any situation like this right i mean okay. i uh, i read i've read stories before um uh online where young females um uh didn't speak up for a long time you know they'd be in high school and every time they would walk down the hall uh, one of the one of the guys would smack their butt and they didn't speak up about it until a really long time and yeah you know uh, at the, at the time they were afraid that something would happen at the time they were afraid that um if they if they said something then other boys wouldn't like her uh, and this is and yeah. this is where it came from right so the problem is that there's a lot, uh, there's a lot riding on this. There's a lot attached to this. Um, and you can't just be super dismissive about it. It is a, it is actually a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, sexual harassment in general, it, it is a big deal. Um, at a wedding, if, if a drunk guy pinches your butt, um, I, I am going to say majority of the time it's, it's a, it's very innocent. It's very playful, uh, and. A lot of it is stemming as a compliment and no, it is not okay. So deal Mm -hmm. with it appropriately. Don't blow it uh, out of proportion.
0: Yeah. At that point, like, I think it's cool to be like, Hey, don't do that. Make fun of him, whatever. You can make fun of him and make clear that he is not to do that again. (laughs) Um, Embarrassment will go a long way.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And and you know what? Make a deal with them. Say I, for every time you grab my butt. I will kick you in the nut, <laughs> and see what happens. No,
0: no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, please, please do know what, to, I, what I'm not kidding. <laughs> anyway,
1: yeah. well, you know what? We did title this episode "Butts to Nuts," so or "Butts and Nuts" rather. <laughs> that "Butts to Nuts" is a right. It's a motorcycle riding term for when guys double on a motorcycle. Just so Aww. you know, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> cute. Um, but, uh, anyways. Is there anything else you wanted to add, uh, for our listeners so they understand the position we're taking and where we're coming from about this?
0: No, I think, I think we've pretty much covered it, but I did want to share about my, uh, picture perfect guide again. Okay. So if you haven't gotten a copy of my picture perfect guide, you should period. Hmm. (laughs) That's um a you great, can grab great point. thanks. You can <laughs> grab a copy at pictureperfect.guide. What do you um, mean grab? And, yeah, I know, right? Put it on your phone, hold your phone tightly. Um <laughs> it includes a whole bunch of instructions, tips for um having your uh family and bridal party ready for pictures on the big day. And what's um, the address again? It is picture perfect dot guide. Okay. Yeah. So go grab a copy and I will be updating, like doing a big update to the picture perfect guide shortly. So if you get your copy, then you will be notified when the new edition is out. And it's pretty exciting. It looks really good. Awesome. Yeah.
1: So we we want to hear from you. We want I would like some feedback about this episode in terms of mm-hmm. have you ever been a victim at a wedding or at a yep. photo shoot or at any other job for that matter, and how have you dealt with it? So if you can share a little bit of the backstory, <laughs> pun <laughs> not intended, and um, <laughs> if you can share how it was dealt with and uh, or perhaps any results or situations or any other tips and tricks about uh, dealing with this? Um, yes, uh, I, I do predict that somebody may say things like, uh, and th- this will be coming out of pure ignorance, but somebody may say something like, well, it you know, b- based on your attire, it might make somebody feel that you're attractive mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Um, listen, assuming you're going to a wedding and the attire is going to be professional, semi-casual, whatever, uh, let's, focus on the fact that it doesn't matter what a person is wearing you know even if it's a beach wedding and the photographer's wearing a bathing suit okay which i don't think would ever happen um but it's 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 never okay so let's leave that argument out of there right uh nobody's ever asking for sexual harassment um which Uh, i I, I don't even think i should have covered that right uh but i I do want to hear about it yeah so if you can or if you don't mind sharing your story, please uh, hop on to the Double Exposure Show group on Facebook. It is a safe zone. Uh, there's, it's a judgment-free zone. Um, we're there to help each other grow, to help each other flourish, and uh, in the end, just to help each other. Um, mm-hmm. Show notes for this episode are on the Double Exposure Show slash Episode slash Fifty Two, and we want to say thank you to Benjamin Edward for the artwork for uh, our show as well as Ben sound for the soundtrack to the podcast on that note, um, join us next week and we'll talk to you then.
0: Hey, okay, Bye.